Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And uh, it's July 3rd. It's a Friday on July 3rd. It is hotter than heck here in Arizona. So you're probably going to hear a lot of humming in the background because I could not do this podcast without having the fan on and then also the air conditioners on because it's it's hot. It's hot and it's really humid. So I apologize if there's bothersome hum in the background. I just can't. I can't be in this room without air conditioning. All right, before we jump into um, what I like this week and the Patreon supporter of the week, I just would like to acknowledge that Carl Reiner passed away. I've said this on the podcast a ton of times, like all of my childhood heroes are, are just kind of dying off. And it's like, it really makes you look at your own mortality. I don't think I'm old. I'm 45, so I'm not young, but I'm also not very old in terms of, you know, Carl Reiner was 98. I'm not even half his age yet. <laughs> now I'm going to move from that. This is episode 200 of Kilowatt, which means I've done this show for 200-ish episodes. When I say ish, because there's actually some episodes that don't count as episodes. So this is the official 200th episode of Kilowatt. And uh, I'm proud that I started this thing almost four years ago and we've made it 200 episodes in because honestly, I wasn't sure. My goal was to go for as long as I possibly could. And uh, uh, so far, you know, uh, some weeks is harder than others to get it done, but I'm really happy that I started this podcast. I'm happy that I got to meet all of the folks that email in and or that are on the Patreon Slack or... Um, hit me up on Twitter. Like, it's been very rewarding for me. So thank you very much for being here and listening to this show. It really means a lot to me. All right. Our Patreon supporter this week is Don. Don has generously supported this show since July 30th, 2018. So I would just like to thank you, Don, so much for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. If you would like to be like Don and become a Patreon supporter of this show, all of the money goes back into the show. None of it goes into my pocket. I'm not using show funds to buy a Tesla. I'm not using show funds to buy, you know, my next, I don't know, shiny little bauble. I use all of the money that I get from the Patreon to make the show better, whether that's through microphones, equipment, new preamp that I got last year. At some point, I'd like to get a monitor because it makes it very difficult doing show notes on a very small screen. 
but none of the money goes back into my pocket for day-to-day living expenses or to buy any sort of fancy thing that's not essential. Everything goes back into this show. So if you would like to join those folks, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. We have two tiers, the dollar level and the $5 level. The dollar level, you get access to the extended show. And at the $5 level, you get access to the extended show and also the kilowatt slack. So it would be really cool with by the end of the year, by 2021, we had 20 patrons because right now we are currently sitting at 14. So six more, which I think is doable. Um, it would mean a lot to me if you went over and checked it out. And if it looks like something you'd like to support, I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Speaking of the extended show this week on the Patreon exclusive, we're going to talk about Tesla and them partnering with a company called CureVac, which is a vaccine company. We're going to talk about that. But let's jump right into the show. It's going to be a short one this week, so hold on to your hats. Xpeng Motors, which is a Chinese EV maker, showed off their new EV, the P7. Now, the P7 is capable of level 3 autonomous driving. Notice I said capable and not is operating at. It starts at 32500 US, although it's only available in the Chinese market. And Xpeng might sound familiar to you because they're currently being sued by Tesla for using and or benefiting from alleged stolen autopilot code. And despite the lawsuit, Xpeng actually uses some of Tesla's open source patents because, you know, they can because Tesla open sourced them. I think Xpeng's motors, I think the founder, the CEO or the founder has said that he admires Elon Musk and he admires Tesla and he wants to basically be the Chinese version of Tesla which now there is a Chinese version of Tesla. It's called Tesla. Anyway, moving on. Neo, another Chinese EV automaker, has had record sales in June. Neo sold, or excuse me, delivered 3,040 vehicles in June. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. And honestly, it was looking, oh, not that long ago, a couple months ago, it was looking like Neo might go out of business if they didn't get additional funding. So any positive news is great for the company. Right now, I was at a stockholder, and I bought in at seven, and I brought my my buy price down to like two eighty or something like that a share, and then I sold at five dollars a share, and right now I think it's trading around nine, so not too bad for Neo. Biden, yet another Chinese automaker, has paused operations for six months. Now, Biden's having some financial issues in addition to all the COVID-19 issues they're experiencing there in China. We actually have a ton of new listeners. So if you're not familiar with Biden, go and and Google this company and take a look. They have a beautiful car. Like the dashboard is a LCD screen that goes all the way across the dash. It's a gorgeous car. They were set to bring the M-Byte to the U.S. I think in 2021. I hope they're able to come out the other side on this because I think they have a fantastic car. And I think it would be a good addition to whatever EV market they were going to come to. First, they were going to be in China, and then shortly after that, they're going to come to the U.S. But it, it really doesn't matter. Even if they're only able to build cars and deliver them in China, it would be a, a great boost for the Chinese EV market, and hopefully they'll be able to bring that to other markets like the Americas and Europe and that kind of thing. All right, on to VW. They have given 150 employees ID3s to stress test. 
they will be collecting anonymized data to help VW ensure the ID3 launches to success. VW is set to deliver 30,000 ID3 first editions in countries in Europe this September. So if you haven't been following this story, they've had a ton of software problems, like so much so that they said, you know what, we're rewriting the software from the ground up. It's going to be all proprietary. It's going to be all us creating the software. We're not going to use any third parties. It's going to be 100% VW software because we're tired of these problems. And it's been a big deal for VW. They have cars just sitting there that are effectively bricks because of the software issues. I'd really like to see VW succeed here, but I think they probably need more than 150 employees stress testing this vehicle. Now, I understand that they have their own testing outside of that. I think they they need to have maybe 1,500 or 3,000 employees stress testing this vehicle because we're getting really close to September and just you know a few weeks ago they were just barely coming out of the hole that was their software problems uh fingers crossed vw i hope that your launch is is a success on to tesla news tesla will be sending a thousand power walls a year to vermont vermont for the next two years in a partnership with electric utility company green mountain power green mountain power has a new home battery program well actually they have two It's the bring your own device or bring your own battery program. We're not going to talk about that one today. And then they have the Tesla Powerwall program. And effectively, what GMP will do is they'll allow 500 customers a year to lease two Powerwalls for $55 a month for 10 years. Or they can pay the lease up front and it's $5,500 basically. I think this is fantastic news for people in that area. I've recently talked about looking at buying like buying outright power walls for my house and it's it's very expensive to do i would be more open i think to leasing for 10 years at this price at fifty five hundred dollars simply because a it's way cheaper than than buying them outright and b after 10 years i don't know what these battery i don't know what the capacity of these batteries is going to be and i would just rather have that 10 years in a lease and then they could take it away Tesla's very good at supporting their stuff. During that 10 years, if anything goes wrong with the battery pack, they'll take care of it. I really hope that SRP takes note and they bring this plan to the Phoenix area. That would be really cool. Tesla celebrates 10 years on the stock market, and that made news for some reason. It wasn't long ago that Elon wanted to take Tesla private again. So, I mean, I guess 10 years is an achievement on some level, but... So congratulations, I suppose. Up next, Tesla launched Cybertruck reservations in China. You know what? To me, and I've never been to China, but I have been to other Asian countries. To me, having the Cybertruck in Asian countries, at least in some areas, this thing is huge. And like I've been to Bangkok several times. Trying to drive the Cybertruck in Bangkok would be extraordinarily difficult. I think trying to drive any car in Bangkok is extraordinarily difficult. And I got to imagine, like in Hong Kong and Shanghai and some of the other bigger cities, you would have similar issues. And again, I've never been there. But my my point is, is that if Tesla was going to bring Cybertruck to China, it would make sense that maybe they would develop a slightly smaller version or a much smaller version than what they're currently proposing for 
the U.S. and and European markets. And even in the European markets, it would make sense to make it smaller. Even I'm going to be honest, in the U.S. market, it also makes sense for it being a little bit smaller. This thing is huge, so maybe they'll make a smaller Cybertruck. Is just really where I'm getting at. Elon mentioned on Twitter that Tesla will attempt a cross-country drive with the Cybertruck this year. And that's great, but I'm still waiting for the autopilot cross-country trip Tesla promised us a few years ago. And so I'm not going to hold my breath for the Cybertruck cross-country drive. Like, I have full faith that it can do it. I'm just not going to hold my breath that it's going to happen. Uh, the Cybertruck has two stereo cameras on each side of the license plate. And some people have hypothesis. <laughs> Dude. Oh, this is such a short show, and I, I have a stutter, and it doesn't come out very often. It happened much more when I was younger. And for whatever reason, this show, my stutter is really bad. And then, then you, you, can see, you can see there. And then you couple that with the fact that I have an unusually large tongue, <laughs> and I have a hard time speaking just in general. I'm just having a hard time with this. Anyway... Backing up here, the Cybertruck has stereo rear cameras on each side of the license plate. Some have hypothesized that it's some sort of depth perception sensor, so when you have something attached to the trailer hitch. I don't know why you would want to have a depth perception sensor when you have something on the trailer hitch. The trailer hitch, theoretically, is supposed to ensure that whatever you have attached to the back of the truck stays there. And sometimes things will pop off if you don't put them on right. But I don't know what that... I honestly don't know what the goal would be there. If you do, let me know. I think the most viable theory is that the camera is there because when the tunnel cover is closed, you can't see out the rearview mirror. And we saw with the Jay Leno drive on, on Jay Leno's show that the rearview mirror is actually just a little LCD screen, and it's not an actual reflection of what's behind you. It is an actual video of what's behind you. <sighs> that seemed harder than it should have been. Moving on, a pension group from the UK and their Tesla stockholders, they're urging Tesla shareholders to remove Elon Musk as CEO because of his compensation plan and his Twitter behavior. Now, I can totally understand the Twitter behavior argument, uh, I don't even need to explain that, I don't think. Elon's compensation plan is a little different because his compensation plan is tied to performance milestones, which he achieved. And those performance milestones were all set up and approved by the board, which one could argue that Elon handpicked the board. But, you know, regardless, he hit his milestones, he should get paid. That was what the agreement was. That's what should happen. I think this will most likely fail, and Elon will continue being the CEO of Tesla for one, at least one more year. Up next, Tesla's denied reports that it fired employees who were told they could stay at home during the coronavirus pandemic if they didn't feel safe. This was a story from Washington Post. So when I first read this story, I was like, mm, there seems like there are way too many unknowns, and I'm going to wait until the other shoe drops to talk about it. Here are the questions that I have. Did Tesla try to contact these employees and ask them to come back to work before firing them? Or was there some sort of requirement that they had to meet in order to stay at home? I don't know these answers. And because I don't know these answers, it's very hard to comment one way or another on this story. In the Washington Post report, three employees were fired for allegedly staying at home. 
I don't know how many people total out of Tesla's, you know, 70 some or 60 some thousand employee pool decided they weren't going to come back to work because of COVID and they were going to wait till it passed. I don't know how many of those people stayed home. I doubt it was three. Three seems like a relatively small number. Just saying. I'm not saying these people are wrong and I'm not saying Tesla's wrong. I'm just saying it's just an, it just seems odd. So there's too much unknown. So I'm not going to make a judgment one way or the other, but I felt like I needed to talk about it. I just, we just don't have the, just don't have enough information really. And then the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, managed to say that without stuttering or tripping over my tongue, is investigating, and <laughs> there we go, almost made it, is investigating whether or not the cooling mechanism on the Model S battery packs from 2012 to 2016 are faulty, which could potentially cause fires. Automakers are required to notify the NHT. SA within five days of discovering a defect that could jeopardize the public safety. According to the agency, Tesla did not issue the notification. According to Business Insider, Tesla knew about this issue back in 2012. Within that four-year time frame, Tesla sold about 63,000 Model S's. So as we get more information, we'll revisit this story, just making you aware. Tesla released their production and delivery numbers, and they're actually really good considering they were shut down in China and in the United States for a portion of it. Up first, Model S and Model X. Production numbers 6,326 and deliveries 10,600. I'm really disappointed they don't break these numbers out. I'd really like to see individual sales. Anyway, Model 3 and Model Y numbers, production 75,946, deliveries 80,050. So that's a grand total, produced 82,272 and delivered 90,650. So all things considered, this is really good for Tesla. All right, everybody, that is the show. Thank you so much for listening and putting up with my stuttering and my stammering. I hope everybody has a really good weekend and a safe week. If you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at 918digital. And that's it. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.